0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to Coach the Coach, helping business coaches deliver more impact in less time. Brought to you by the Business Radio X studio partner program. To help more people make more money and own your backyard, go to mybrxstudio.com. Lee, this is going to be a fantastic segment. Please join me in welcoming to the program strategist, CFO, and author with Integro and live truly free, Mr. George Black. How are you, sir?
1: Doing well. Doing well.
0: Well, George, before
2: we get too far into things, can you share a little bit about your practice? How are you serving folks?
1: Well, uh, actually, I've been doing it quite a while, since 1992. Um working with clients basically of all sizes. Uh, it's mostly one-on-one and it's, it's a combination. That's why I say strategist and CFO, because I do quite a bit of strategy work. Uh, but it's, but it's all financially based. So ultimately I'm helping my clients learn more about their business on the business side of their business. And, uh, Uh, I've done a whole range of different kinds of clients in a variety of industries. It's uh, at all different sizes, from big to small.
2: So you're typically talking to a business owner. That's your client?
1: Yes. uh, The owner, entrepreneur, the key leadership team. It depends on the size of the company, but uh, I need to be working basically one-on-one or one with a small leadership team uh, that are leading the company. To be to really have good impact,
2: and then um, you said you mentioned you've been doing this a while, and at some point you decided to write a book. Uh, you wrote "Dear Mister A: Dreams to Success Guide." Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Right, yes. Yeah. So the book is the So the book is titled "Dear Mister A: Letters Revealing Secrets of an Entrepreneur," and the so years ago I developed this process called the Next Level Navigator. And it works really well. And, in fact, I guided uh, a company called Rackspace Hosting from uh, – helped guide their their strategy for four years as they went public. And so I saw it in so many ways, so so many applications, and saw how well it was working. And I was, like, thinking, how could I get this to more entrepreneurs? Because, man, if every entrepreneur had this, this would be awesome. And so I thought – I, I worked on different ways to do that and ultimately arrived at the decision to do a book. And, uh, I can tell you more about that later, but that's how, that's, that's how it all started. It was really just a, it's, and really I love entrepreneurs and I really want to help more and more of them if I can. So,
2: so the format of the book is in letter form, like it's, uh, like fictional, fictionalized letters around real life situations.
1: Yes. So this was sort of a, I call it kind of a divine inspirational moment. And I got this idea of writing letters. And so the book is, so there's a young man in Salina, Kansas in 1940. And he hears, uh, uh, it's said in the early 40s, and he writes a letter to this business mogul who, uh, the equivalent would be a billionaire in uh, New York City named Mr. A for some just advice. He's hoping he'll be like an entrepreneurial sage, uh, a mentor kind of person, a coach, right? right? And and so, strangely enough, the man replies, and it starts his correspondence. And so Max goes off to World War II, but through this whole process, Mr. A is helping him figure out who he is, what his passions are, and ultimately they'll do the Next Level Navigator. So I embedded the entire process into the book.
2: Oh, so then, uh, but the structure is around this series of letters between a successful entrepreneur and a aspiring entrepreneur.
1: Correct. And so what I did was there's, throughout the book, are things called sage advice to apply. So that's so the reader can kind of take like what Mr. A was just talking about, in t- sort of a little format, answer some questions and work on it, work on it himself or work on it themselves. And the, uh, in fact, that's what we're offering now is a free sample. You mentioned it. Uh, the Dreams to Success Guide is a free sample from the book, Dear Mr. A, and it's on our site, livetrulyfree.com.
2: Okay, great. Um, can you just share though within the structure of the book, like one of the questions and one of the answers?
1: Oh, sure. Right. Um, g- yeah. Let me uh, let me give you an idea of what that would look like. So it. Um, I'm having to grab a book and get get one and sure get something specific here. So so it starts off with. Um, with, we start off with dreams and it oftentimes rooted in y- your dreams as a kid, the things you want to do uh, are desires and we're looking for, for passion because people who live out of their passions are going to be much more successful than people living out of someone else's passion. So um, so on, I'm turning to, to like so th- and this is actually in the dream this dream scale and all of that. Is um uh, in that's in this free guide. So, um, what it is is, uh, in, in, well, this isn't exactly a question, but it's it lists. It, so it's just a brainstorm of lists all of the dreams you can think of as a kid, and then and then then it then you start analyzing them. So you go through, and it, this isn't dreams like you had at night. These are dreams like you know I dreamed to be a astronaut or a ballerina or a, you know, major league baseball player. And you start right. And so Mr. A actually has, so through the exercises you go through and you begin to go, well, how important was that dream? And, and how, how, how much did you actually pursue that dream? Or is it something you still want to pursue? And you start looking at that. And, and so that so it's a process that takes you through just, Because we're trying to uncover, so what was the desire behind being an astronaut? You know, that sort of thing. Does
2: that make sense? Right. So you wanted to, you know, they had uh, dreams of something, and whatever it is, you're trying to get to the root of what is the why behind that particular aspiration?
1: Yes, yes. And so all of this, so this is all kind of in part one of the book, and as you go through it, you get... Uh, to the end of the part one and we what we want to do is is like considering your so, so here's a question specifically on your entrepreneurial bent considering your list of entrepreneurial desires brainstorm what entrepreneurial endeavors could be most suitable for you to pursue so now we're taking it and not everything can not every desire or passion we have can be monetized into a business of course but it's like for those who are interested, for those who are seeking to be an entrepreneur, this was a starting point to begin to go. Oh, these are some things I could start to investigate.
2: Right, and that's supposed to kind of open your mind to the to what was at the root of those dreams. And yes, the, and then exactly how to, how to create and align those maybe due to the present day.
1: Correct. Yes. Yes. So we come all the way forward. We look at dream, and actually we we actually look at dreams of today versus dreams of a kid. And Mr. A makes this observation. It's like, are your dreams smaller or are they larger? And this is this whole thing about, because see, what happens to our dreams is disappointment. And one of the things that I believe in, and this is the way I've worked with entrepreneurs for years, is like, you got to deal in the real world. You can't just do really nice, beautiful sounding strategy. You've got to Look, you've only got so much cash flow, so you can only do so much, right? Right. Uh, so we have we have to be grounded in reality. And what happens to many of us is that our dreams get smaller over time because we're we're hit by disappointment. Mm-hmm. And we have to break through that. So the whole second part of the book is creating out of disruption, and and overcoming barriers to achieve uh your next level and that's where that's where for ongoing companies and things like that the rubber really meets the road but it doesn't hurt to go back and look at your passions and go now why did i start doing this 10 years ago right uh, in fact i have a client right now that's just a brand new client who's who's actually reevaluating the last 10 years and he wants to go in a similar but different direction, but he's rethinking. Like, now what got me going in all of this?
2: <laughs> right. So. Why, why did I do this to begin with? Like you, you forget.
1: Exactly. Your, yeah.
2: Life just kind of pushes you in a direction you don't even know. You know where you are at this point, or how you got there. That's right.
1: Now that's right.
2: And that, is that a challenge when you're working with your clients that life has beaten them up a little bit, and then they try to they kind of lose their true north?
1: Yes. Yes. Here's um, here's what here's what I've observed. And look, it happens to me, too, because we get we get all bogged down into the day to day. We get all bogged down into the tactics and the one of the one of the things I start off with with a client. And I do this periodically is I go, what's your burning issue right now? Because sometimes the burning issue, it's not usually a major thing, but it's something that's so distracting. If we could just get that a little bit, taken care of it out of the way, then we can focus on what matters. Well, what, what does matter? Well, what matters is strategy. You have to be looking at as a business owner, as an entrepreneur or the leadership team, you've got to be looking at the big picture and, and all of the day to day stuff drags us down. Now, The thing about the day-to-day stuff is it's also rewarding because look, look at all the things I accomplished today because I knocked out all these problems. But where am I going? And that was something I would ask entrepreneurs and owners. I still do. I'm like, I did with the Rackspace guys. So this is a hundred, well, I think they're about like $80 million at the time I started working with them. going, where are you headed? And they go, well, we're gonna go get more sales. And I'm like, well, yeah, but where are you headed? Five years from now. And they were explaining to me that the technology world changes every six months. Well, I kind of knew that, but we went back and forth. Eventually we came up with what their next level was and it was to be the number one in managed hosting five years from that date. And, uh, and we begin at that point we had a breakthrough and then we could start to put together characteristics and strategies and start figuring out, okay, what are all the things that we need to start doing? And we broke it down into steps and milestones and all kinds of things. And that's all part of the process. But with that first breakthrough, you 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 get – you, you st- that pulls you out of the day-to-day tactics. It gets you looking up toward the horizon so that you're looking out, where are we going? And, um, and then you can see – you just start to see so much more. And that's what I think um, – I think that's that's what happens to a lot of us. We just get, after a while, you just get bogged down.
2: Right. It's like uh, you're you're walking down the street looking down at the ground for pennies as above your head dollars are flying by that you're not even seeing because you're just looking at a thing right in front of you. Um, Precisely. So uh, that's part of your role as a, a consultant coach that you're trying to get your clients to kind of look farther ahead. So they can see what it is they're um, aiming at so they can eventually get there instead of getting bogged down by the minutia of the day.
1: Yes. And and what happens with the minutiae is we forget who we are and we forget our passions because ultimately when I talk to people, there is a reason they started and they've forgotten the passion. And if you can reconnect to your passion what was it about it? And then you start to discover, I'm doing all this other stuff I don't even like doing, but I've got to do. You know, you got to file your taxes, or you've got to do this report for some government agency, or, or an inspection's coming up, or whatever. So there's all these trivial things that you may have to do, but we forget our original passion. If you can reconnect with your original passion, why you started in, this, in the beginning, holy smokes, you can start... Look, you can grow. It can be better. It can be. It can be fun, and you can get that back into it if you've lost that.
2: Right, and then you can get to the next level when you when you stop getting bogged down by all the little stuff, and you start looking ahead at yeah. really what you're trying to accomplish.
1: Yes, and that the process it's called the next level navigator, and that process that I've, I came up with, and it came out of. I just needed to – because, see, as a CFO, I come in, I go, well, where are you headed? And with Rackspace, I was doing more strategy work. But but with most clients, it's been – or a lot of clients before that, it had been CFO work. And as a good CFO, I need to know where you're going. Because if I know where you're going, I can do a way better job. And more sales is not a direction. It's a metric. <laughs> right.
2: And I bet you hear that all the time, right? We need more money. i got to sell more stuff. and.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 And so, so I go, so that's how I developed the process. It was out of a need. I, as a CFO, I needed to know where these guys were headed. Well, what I've come to realize is it's not just the CFO, it's everybody in the company. Mm-hmm. So we've used the next level navigators an aligning tool with everybody in the company so that everybody has a little piece of it. Everybody has a little way they can contribute and, Everybody has um, a great sense of where they're going.
2: And then for your practice, what's your next level?
1: Well, so like I said, and that's why I've kind of got two company names going on right now, but but we'll focus on Live Truly Free because that's my next level. My current level or where I've been for a long time, like I said, was working one-on-one with entrepreneurs and business owners. And now what I want to do is work one to many. And, and so that's a huge change. And so there's got to be transition and there's strategy and there's all these kinds of things. And there's like, what, a uh, lots of unknowns to, uh, to, to uh, navigate and figure out how to get there. So the key thing about a next level is you can know what it is like, to be the number one in managed hosting or to go from working one-on-one to -to one-to-many, but you, but to be a true next level, you can't know exactly how you're going to get there. And that's why we put kind of a time horizon of like three to five years because that's far enough out where it's like, I don't know exactly. I know some things I can start doing, but I don't know exactly how I can get there. And so then we break that down into much smaller steps. So it'll be like, We'll have in fact we call it the next step, which is a one-year out, and then we break that down into milestones actions, things like that.
0: If you're just now joining us, you are listening to Coach the Coach on High Velocity Radio and the Business Radio X network, helping business coaches deliver more impact in less time. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Studio Partner Program to help more people make more money and own your backyard go to mybrxstudio.com. All right, Lee, this is the best part of the show. For you. you. know why, right? It's for you. That's this right. Is, it's all about stone. <laughs> it's all about stone. Stone has a stone question. And uh, I think I'll take advantage of your financial expertise and ask you from the standpoint of an individual practitioner out there in the marketplace trying to help people and trying to make money What financial disciplines, if any, would you counsel an individual practitioner to plan for and begin to embrace personal or I guess individual business financial disciplines? Do you have any advice on that front?
1: Sure. Uh, Because that's the way I've lived. So, uh, or at least starting out and, So as a sole proprietor, kind of whether that's your legal entity or not, but as an individual, I think what I think the scariest thing is the the risk of like, you know, what if I don't have enough work? What if I don't make enough money and that sort of thing? So what I did and what I've advised others to do is build your own kind of unemployment fund. And, mm-hmm. and so in other words, I wanted, and, and I was aggressive, I wanted a year's worth of cash in a cash account. I wanted to, so I, w- I needed to make a lot of money, but I, I wanted to pile I wanted to push a lot of that into a savings account or money market where it would just sit. And did financially, you know, I'm not taking advantage of stock markets and things like that. I wanted it, it was a pure security thing. So I had one year of operating expenses in cash, where if I couldn't find the next client or business or whatever thing, or sales dropped off or whatever, I had I had chances. To, I had a chance to recover. Um, before that money ran out, and I figured a year. Look, if I can't figure it out in a year, I need to go find what I would jokingly <laughs> call a real job.
0: <laughs> and so that so does was, that
1: help? Does that yeah. give?
0: Absolutely, yeah. I think it makes all the sense in the world, and I and I think discipline probably is the right word because I mean you really have to be committed and disciplined to to do that because it's tempting, at least for me, to go out and get that new toy or to live a little high because now I'm this hot shot professional out there killing right. it, right?
1: Right, right. And see, th- so right. So you have those the, you have those times when I mean it's going great. We'll scoop some off the top. And push it off into in, into a cash account. So as a CFO, that kills me because I'm like, well, wait, but don't you know I could be earning dividends? Or I could be? <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Just have it in pure cash. I will tell you that has helped me and that's, that's sustained me because people told me I couldn't do what I was setting out to do back in 1992. And, and I didn't make much money right off at the beginning. So you only put a few hundred away or a thousand dollars away or a little bit but eventually you can have six figures in cash stuck away. It takes a while to pile up, but you can do it. And and it is, you don't live high on the hog. You just hit live. You just live a little bit better than normal. And then you take the rest and you get that account full. And it's like, um, it's, it, it, I heard this old adage. It was like for salespeople. Cause I ran a sales team for a while. It was like, even if you don't have any sales this month, stick a hundred dollar bill in your pocket, and every time you stick your hand in your pocket, you'll feel your hundred dollar bill, and you'll feel rich. Well, don't feel rich; be rich. And <laughs> I tell you, knowing you've got a year's worth of cushion, you can go out there and take some risks.
2: Right, it gives you the security; it'll be,
1: it'll be okay.
2: Right, and you'll have the confidence that you know you have a uh, a plan B is in place already. Right. Um, What was that? I I was recently given a bunch of books by, I think his name is Harvey McKay, who's a writer from back in the day. But he had a book that was titled Dig Your Well Before You're Thirsty, you know. (laughs) That's good. uh, Uh,
1: Yeah. 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 It's the same idea.
2: So now you mentioned uh, that the chief financial officer work. Are you still doing that?
1: Yes, I am. Uh, And. The uh, basically it's it's uh, it. ultimately what I end up doing is helping entrepreneurs uh, on the business side of their business. And I kind of coin it like it's giving them an MBA in their own business, because to me, where I'm a good match is someone is really good at whatever their business is, but they're probably not so good. the business, in fact, that's the part of the business that they they kind of hate, and so I, I joked and said, "Well, I do all the stuff you hate. I love to do what you hate." So the so I've continued doing that because that's part of my you know. Now I want to teach those skills, and actually, that's what we want to do at live dot com is have things on. We want to have some financial courses that that tricks, hacks, if you want to call it that, in. In how to get profitability and what most people miss in profitability, um, understanding your financial statements and what they need to be saying and what kind of a job is your accountant doing for you and how to know. Um, so it's I can bring a lot of that into it. And uh, so yes, but I'm still doing the one-on-ones with companies. So if anybody out there needs help, and I do it virtually now, by the way, and it's working quite well. So I've got clients all over, you know, in all of the different states um, and I've actually had them in different countries. So,
2: but you started out in person, like you were going to people's offices. You did, but yeah, now you've evolved yeah. into doing it virtually.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I did.
2: Now, um, is your vision in Live Truly Free uh, to go directly to the entrepreneur that needs the help, or are you going through um, like kind of consultants to get make them be like a, a certified Live Truly Free? consultant?
1: That's a great question. Our concept is both. Um, what we want to do and and actually what we really want to do is, is have like next level navigator facilitators. So, so, uh, coaches out there could use the next level navigator, um, as a tool, something they use, and we can coach them up on that and then provide them support from live truly free. So there can be, E courses and things like that that their clients can take uh, and go through, and then then they can provide the the deeper one on one customized uh, coaching for it. Um, so that that way that way the, the the client is getting the best of both worlds. So they're getting they're getting <clears throat> the navigator and the quality that we would want it to be, and they're also getting the personal help me get how we figure this part out. And so that's definitely on our drawing board as something to do.
2: Now um it so to get the book though you have to go to your website, is that where everything is or it's on Amazon where, well, where can people it's get on them?
1: Amazon, yeah. So Dear Mr. A if you go you can search it on Amazon, Dear Mr. A George Black and usually it'll come up. Um or you can go to Live Truly Free and we've got links to there. Um not to confuse anybody, but we—I wrote a second, smaller guidebook to the main book, Dear Mister A. We call, I call it the One Hour Next Level Navigator. So it's it's literally a little book, and um, you can find out about it at Live Truly Free. It's also on Amazon. And uh, what I would do for your listeners is if they would like a if they will buy a copy of Dear Mr. A, they can send their receipt to receipts at LiveTrulyFree.com, and we'll send them a PDF of the One Hour Next Level Navigator, which is a workbook to take you through the process very fast. Oh, good stuff. So it Thank sort you. of shortcuts the process, yeah. Um, before and This we- is this is all available on the homepage at LiveTrulyFree. You can find it all out there, oh, too.
2: Okay, so. great. So LiveTrulyFree.com will get you all the information you need. Um,
1: yes. yes.
2: B- before we wrap, do you mind sharing one piece of actionable advice for a new coach that you think could save them some pain and maybe speed up their learning curve?
1: Um. Yeah. You know, ask questions and listen to to your client. Is that what you're
2: yeah, I, I mean working, some. Yeah. Some of the, our listeners are brand new to coaching. You know, maybe they've had a okay. job. Maybe they've you know maybe they've worked in another industry and they're ready to you know begin, become become mm-hmm. a coach. So we're trying to capture some intelligence from existing coaches that have successful careers that maybe can save the new coach some pain.
1: <laughs> what What I do is I. I go in there and I listen. I start asking. I've got questions, and I want to ask like questions, like where do you want to be in five years? What, what I want to get in. I want to know what they're thinking and where they're going and what they envision. And what's going right? What's going wrong? I want to hear that. And honestly, I'm looking for low hanging fruit because here's here's what I want to. I don't have a lot of letters and credentials after my name, and so I'm looking for something that I can take a swing at and i can knock the ball out of the park and break some windshields in the parking lot because i want to prove to them i'm really as good as as i am and i want to i need something that's in my wheelhouse that will work and and so i'm looking for something that whatever it is and so my expertise area is like in the financial area right so right. i'm looking for something i'm like oh my gosh you, you could do this and this and this and you could double your profits overnight on that one item. And they're like, really? I said, yeah, let me show you how. And boom, it works. And, you know, now they're believing in me. They're going like, so whether he doesn't have letters or not, doesn't matter. I just, (laughs) I just delivered some goods and maybe paid for all my coaching costs for a year or something like that, you know? So that's, that's something I do and it's just sort of habit, but it was like, how can I prove to them I'm the right fit for them, and that's what I look for.
2: And then it's to find that um, kind of an easy win or a fast win, and deliver as much valuable mm-hmm. uh, value as quickly as possible.
1: Exactly, exactly. Then, then you can go tackle the really big stuff. Right. It's usually that's usually not going to be like you're going to see something else, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, we have got to go solve that." But if you knock out something quick and fast that that you can do that's in your wheelhouse like i said then then you can be a great they're going to have they're going to see the value in you and they'll have more patience because now it's going to take longer to get that big thing done
2: right that's great advice well george thank you so much for sharing your story today one more time the website for live truly free uh
1: it's livetrulyfree.com
2: good stuff and i don't know if you want to share the other one for your uh, financial
1: Sure, and it's integro.com, I-N-T-I-G-R-O.com, but we're going to cross-link those so that people can find me at, at livetrulyfree.com. Yeah.
2: yeah. Good good stuff. Thank you again, George, for sharing your story, and keep up the good work.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I've, I've very much enjoyed talking with you guys.
2: All right. This is Lee Cantor for Stone Pit, and we will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio.